Today's episode is presented by Syaside, singer-songwriter entrepreneur. Get her new book on Syaside.com. Write your book in 24 hours. So today's guest is Kissy Lee. I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce yourself. Okay. What's up, y'all? My name is Kissy Lee. I'm a singer-songwriter. Okay. So this is an interview for the upcoming issue of SM Magazine. It's going to be the new series. So it's going to be the uh, number one issue for SM Magazine. So we're about to get into this nice. interview, and she just told everybody that she's a singer-songwriter. So how did you get into writing music? Um, it really started off, I grew up in Denver, Colorado, and there's not really a big music scene, so I actually had to write my own music. I didn't really know any other way. If I wanted to record and be an artist, I had to write the songs, too. <laughs> so um, when I moved to Atlanta... That's when I found out that I can write for other artists, but every song isn't just for me. So I ended up um, getting into that part of it, writing for other artists as well. Okay. So since you're talking about writing for other artists, um, what, who are some of the artists that you've actually wrote for? Um, I've written for Kiki Wyatt, uh, Jacquees, Tiny Harris, OMG Girls, uh, this Disney artist, Skylar Stecker. Um, the list just keeps growing, too, because I'm always writing for new artists that are, like, on their way out, coming out. Okay. So, would would you say, like, that it's hard to be a songwriter? Or it's, like, uh, is, it, is it harder being a songwriter versus a singer? Or is it harder being a singer versus a songwriter? Um, I think I think they probably both have like their good levels of difficulty. I think with songwriting, you definitely have to have the gift and be a you know be able to write a great song because you know some people can write they don't know how to structure it and things like that. And then um, just being able to get in with the specific producers that are really going to get you the placements is definitely a skill too. Just being able to network properly. But I think it's just really exciting for me just meeting the new people and working with all the different people. And then as an artist, I definitely have to spend a lot of money on myself as an artist. And I don't think people anticipate how much money they really have to spend on themselves in order to really, uh, I guess, really be seen and really be heard. So that's a, a different type of struggle. And then finding your sound. I think everything just has its own thing. Right. So would you say, like, um, as a songwriter, that as far as on the financial side of it, in the music industry, is it, mm-hmm. like, more profitable as a songwriter, or is it more profitable to be, like, a singer? I definitely, um, songwriter, you're definitely going to make some money <laughs> back <laughs> a lot bigger. I mean... I would hope that most artists write their music as well or at least help in the process so they can still see that side of it. But definitely songwriting is going to get a nice, nice shirt. Artists, if you can stay on the road, that's definitely a big profit. You know, touring is really big. Right. So, like, as far as for artists who's trying to actually... Or not an artist, but a songwriter who's actually trying to um, 
get paid for songwriting, the first thing that they actually have to do is be registered with like a performance rights organization, though, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Definitely got to know the business side of it and look into it and sit with people. There's always like all types of seminars and conferences going on where you can just get so much information. Right. So if if there was one thing that you could basically tell somebody who's trying to come into the business as a songwriter what type of information or advice would you give them that would be like really beneficial to their career um on the songwriter side yeah mm-hmm. um i would say just to make sure that you get in and build relationships with as many producers as you can no matter if they have big names or if they're engineer who produces because a lot of those engineers who produce grow up to be Metro Boomins and people like MTR Borns and people like that. So, you know, you um, do as many sessions as you can and just uh, always be able to take constructive criticism, be willing to rewrite a song or rewrite a hook, I would say. So now, on the side of you being a singer, you got new mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about a lot that. of new music. Okay, <laughs> so let's talk about that. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. Um, I got a Christmas project that is dropping very soon. So I think when your issue comes out, it'll be here. And um, I have a lot of great features of people that I've actually worked with a lot. Um, Kiki Wyatt, Jacqueline. Natasha Mosley, and we got one other surprise feature that I don't want to say yet. And then, so the Christmas project, and then my actual second EP will be dropping um, at the like, top of the year, maybe like March, like springtime. And that is, I'm really been working hard to get this second project out, and I feel like I've built my fan base to a point where they're excited about it with me, so... Okay, so definitely want to be on the lookout for that. So who who is the uh, the project supposed to be released through? Are you releasing it independently, or do you have like a major backing? I am releasing it independently, but I have like a whole new team that's really focused on, they understand, you know, the R&B wave. The R&B wave is really bad. And so I got, um, I'm working with Global Vision Agency. Joni Cadell is, um, Put behind Global Vision Agency. I got my PR, obviously, Pache. She's um, a really strong part of the team. I, I have, like, in-house production. So even though it's independent, it's not just me by myself. Like, I literally have a whole team around me <laughs> that makes every part still function, like, as if we had a major push. Right, right. So, yeah. It's really exciting. It's fun to see all the fun, like, the major, you know, steps that we're making. Yeah, that's definitely what's up. So, let's talk about your early on, like, childhood days and everything. Did you, like, grow up thinking that you were going to be a singer or a songwriter? Uh, I knew when I was six years old, so I pretty much grew up (laughs) thinking that I could. Because I went to this girl's birthday party. I guess her mom had it at some improv theater. So we're all these little kids watching these people run around the audience do all this acting and singing. 
And I went home and told my mom, I was like, I'm going to do that. And she was such a great mom. She looked everything up and figured out how I could get into it. I had to learn a song, do all these monologues and stuff and dances. And that's when she found out I could sing. And, like, from there, I just never stopped. I did commercials. I was in, like, real stage plays getting paid. I had to miss school and everything. <laughs> But, yeah, it was, it was dope. Okay. So, since that was the case then, when you actually start doing studio sessions and everything and start writing those songs, um, mm -hmm. was it, like, added pressure to you? Or, you know, did it just, because it came naturally because uh -huh. you, you had the gift, was it, like, more easy? Oh, my mom had me in the studio in elementary school. I actually recorded my first, like, song in, like, the fourth grade. <laughs> I was doing photo shoots. I was in the studio working with producers. Come out, okay, cut that out one more time. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so I actually have songs of me as, like, nine and ten years old recorded. <laughs> so I've been in the studio, and I, like, she actually wrote my first song. So that's how I was introduced to writing. And then when I got to middle school is when I started writing the songs, like, as if I was born or something. <laughs> so, and then she would actually, in middle school, I was going to the studio by myself already. So. Okay, so. She would drive me off and pick me up. <laughs> okay, so you definitely knew you were going to be a star pretty much. That's basically what you're saying. <laughs> basically. <laughs> It kind of just, you know, God had a plan. Like, this is what you want to do, girl. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, um, now, as far as, like, you doing performances and stuff, do you have any upcoming shows that people can find you or see you at? Yes. December 20th, I'm doing a really dope uh, Kissy Lee and Friends Christmas show. So I'm going to have um, the people that are featured on the Christmas project come perform with me. And then I'm going to introduce my new single that will be dropping me on the top of the year to get ready for the next EP. So December 20th at Opium in Atlanta is the next show. Okay, so that's definitely what's up. Um, and they're going to be like tickets sold and stuff for that too, right? Oh, yeah, tickets are going up soon. <laughs> Everybody will have to leave. I can't wait. It's going to be a live band and everything. Okay, that's definitely what's up. So the last mm -hmm. bit of time for the interview, I want to kind of take and uh, get into a topic of women empowerment because that's uh -huh. such a big focus in today's you know news and, and dialogue and stuff. So uh, how do you feel about women empowerment as a whole right now? Um, I feel like it's actually at an all-time high. I feel like women are just doing so much, especially like, I know everybody loves Cardi B. I love her too, but I feel like she just broke a lot of barriers as far as like how she came in and did her thing and got married, had babies and everything. <laughs> and still is like number one. I just feel like it should, and even Beyonce obviously did that before Cardi, but it's just dope to see, like, the continuous of, like, okay, we can do everything 
and still follow our dreams. Like, we don't have to, like, get ghosts or, like, be quiet. I feel like we find love or something like that. So I feel like women empowerment is at an all-time high, and it's just growing. And it's not, like, male bashing either because we love our dudes and everything. So <laughs> they with us, too, and they're not supportive. So I like it. Okay. So, like, since you did actually mention that, like, as far as with women empowerment in general, mm-hmm. when it does come to a time or to a point where it does become, like, male bashing. Yeah, no. I don't... I also, like, on my side of things, it's not male bashing. Even, like, Cardi B, she big up her man every chance she get, like, Beyonce, obviously, tour with her dude. Like, it's more of a women empowerment and the, the men that they're with are actually supporting it right. and, like, getting behind it 100%. And that's what makes it so strong to me as far as, like, how I see it. Right. So do you think, like, because you're in the music entertainment industry, obviously there's always situations and scenarios where women are, like, portrayed one way or kind of pushed to the side and everything. Do you think now, mm-hmm. in today's age, that that's changing, like, overall? Oh, yeah, I feel like it changed completely. <laughs> like, people, girls don't even have to, like, they can, everybody can be themselves now. It's like, everything's different. Right. Like, everybody can dress how they want to dress. It don't have to be, oh, okay, you sing, okay, get this blonde wig, put on this little, bit, um, you know, like, skimpy outfit and get on stage. Like, it can be like, I would maybe hella dress like clothes. Like, I mean, I dress like, you know, naked or whatever. Because that's me sometimes and sometimes on tomboys. But, like, I like how girls can dress however they want. Like, even Queen Niger. Like, she's doing a whole tour pregnant right now and dressing how she wants. She'd be in sneakers and some little leggings or bicycle shorts singing her number one hit song. It's just everybody can be themselves now. So when you see like other women that take women empowerment and like twist it to something else, like how does that make you feel as a woman? What you mean I switch it to something else? Because so basically like you just said how a lot of women they doing different things, they can dress how they want to, they don't have oh, to yeah. be behind the scenes and everything. So if you see a woman who's like basically saying they don't get enough credit they you know what they don't get uh i would i would say that they should focus on the positive right focusing on the thing you know focusing on the good things that are happening is how you get more positive things to happen but when they if they focus on what they don't have that's just all they're gonna see and where can everybody find your music at? Where can everybody find you at online? Oh, yes. Make sure y'all follow me. Um, find me on Instagram and Twitter. It's all the same. At I am Kissy Lee. That's I-A-M-K-I-S-S-I-E-L-E-E. And YouTube, just type in Kissy Lee. K-I-S-S-I-E-L-E-E. And you'll find my channel. And Facebook, the fan page is just official Kissy Lee. And music, obviously, is everywhere that you can possibly think that you will listen to music. You can go on YouTube, you can go on SoundCloud, you can go on iTunes, you can go on Spotify, you can go on 
Pandora, you can go on Shazam, wherever you want to type in Kissy Lee. Okay, so we want to thank you for being able to take time out your schedule to give us an interview. Okay, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Okay. Is there a book in you? Do you have an idea that you want to bring to life? All you have to do is write it. Ever thought of becoming an author? Get the latest book from Saya Saad. Write your book in 24 hours. Get all of her latest books and more on SayaSaad.com, which include A Swan Among Ducks, Saying Yes to No, Learning the Power of No, and Write Your Book in 24 Hours. Alright, man. So, that's it. It's your host, Ruben Wood. Uh, make sure you all follow me at Real Ruben Wood. That's the end of today's episode. Thank you for everybody who's tuning in. Make sure you catch all the latest episodes on SOMMagazine.com. we got a lot of new content coming. Um, so we finna get into the song of the day by Aftermath's very own Anderson Pack featuring Kendrick Lamar. Tense. We'll see you next time. Make sure you check out the updated list of who's going to be our new guest on every episode. Feeling kinda cooped up, cooped up. I'm tryna get some fresh air. Hey, why you got the roof off? Roof off, you know it never rains here. Hey, you ain't got a flash when you're taking your picture. You ain't gotta drown no extra retention. Paparazzi wanna shoot ya, shoot ya. Time for less out here. I've been in my bag getting wet, tryna throw a bag in the safe. You get torture in the base. Baby, my little one, some baby names. Do what I gotta do, bruh, do, bruh Get up in my rear view mirror I can't be Riding round that open strip I need tents Windows tents I need tents Windows tents I can't be flying down that one tent With a bag in my whip I need tents Windows tents I need tents Windows tents And it's no good for me It's so good for them I need tests, I need tests, I've got way too much to lose, so I'm gonna go real quick, I need tests, I need tests, I need tests, you probably think of trolling, but showing out for the cameras, I'm doing fish bowling, 100,000 on the passenger, damn Kendrick Lamar, respect me from afar, I was made in this image, you call me a god, everybody in attendance, I'm about to perform, everybody get offended by the I got on, like, can you buy that? Now, honey, horse, can you drive that? A G5, can you fly that? I need 10 so I can look at the snakes and poses. I need 10, cause Bob Bob is non disclosure. I need 10 so I can live with a peace of mind without taking a peace of mind and peace be still and not do fine. So, f- fix it, ticket. You pull me over and might see one of your. Ah! Riding around that open street. I need 10 windows, I need 10 windows, I can't be flying down that one tent.
You know I like a presidential Stretch it out, that's a limo Pull it up and let me get behind ya Where we going now, I need to know Ghost riding in the Phantom She never see me coming She wanna hold me like a ransom But the money keep me running And all I've been in my bag anyway Trying to throw a bag in the safe Gig and church, trying to raise the base Baby, my little one, some baby names Let's out here. Do what I gotta do, bruh. Do, bruh. Get up in my rearview mirror. Ow! Run, 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 run that open strip. I need tents. Windows, I need tents. No windows, tents. I can't be flying down that one tent. With a bad, bad, my whip. I need tents. Windows, tents. I need tents. I need windows, tents. And it's no good for me. It's so good for them.